Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Our text is today's Gospel lesson, especially Matthew 13, verse 23. As for what was sown on good soil, this is the one who hears the word and understands it. He indeed bears fruit and yields, in one case a hundredfold, in another sixty, and in another thirty. Here ends the text. In the name of Jesus, in Francis Hodgson Burnett's children's classic, The Secret Garden, a little English girl named Mary Lennox is sent back to England from India to live with her uncle after her parents die in a cholera epidemic. Mary is a surly little girl whose poor manners and hot temper are gradually transformed through her encounter with the secret garden, which she discovers on her uncle's large estate. The secret garden, completely surrounded by high, ivy-covered walls, could only be entered through a locked wooden door. Mary finds the key and enters the secret garden, which had been neglected for many years and had become a mass and tangle of brambles and weeds. With the help of her friends, the weeds and brambles are removed. Seeds are sown once again into the flower beds. And by the end of the story, the secret garden blooms beautifully with flowers of every description, and the gardeners help to change the lives of Mary and her friends and her uncle in a miraculous way. If you are a gardener, you love seeing something grow that you've planted. You love things that are producing flowers and things that are producing fruits and vegetables. Gardeners love poking around in the soil, pulling the weeds, planting the seeds, watering the plants, and watching the progress as they grow. However, any gardener also knows that the most important thing to guarantee the success of a garden is the soil itself. Any amount of time the serious gardener spends preparing the soil is time well spent because the soil is crucial to the successful growth of the seeds planted there. Our Lord's parable of the sower contained in this morning's gospel lesson teaches us about the importance of the soil of the human heart as it receives the pure seed of God's holy word. Four different types of soil are mentioned by our Lord. Four different outcomes result when the good seed of God's word is sown into four different human hearts. Yes, whenever the word of God is preached, whenever it is taught, it is scattered like seed on the ground. And so our gospel lesson today asks each one of us, how fruitful is the soil of my heart? How does your life respond to the word of God when it is sown into your heart? Be assured there is no problem with the good seed of God's word. The problem lies with the soil of the human heart, hearts like yours and mine. 
So let's examine the four different soils that Jesus describes in our gospel lesson and see if we can tell which soil we are. Jesus taught that as the sower sowed, some of the seeds fell beside the road. and The birds came and devoured them even before they had a chance to grow. Jesus tells us that when anyone hears the word of God and does not understand it, the devil quickly snatches away what has been sown there, as quickly as birds gobble up seed that falls by the roadside. A similar thing happens when people do not pay attention to the Word of God, when through distraction or inattentiveness, a person is kept from focusing on the Word of God. The Word of God that is proclaimed, spoken, or preached. The devil is more than ready and willing to grab the good seed of God's Word even before it has a chance to grow. The good seed of God's word can be snatched away when we daydream, when we let the word of God go in one ear and out the other. The truth of the matter is that in 2023, we are no longer accustomed to sitting for sustained periods of time and listening to long discourses like sermons. We have been made used to things rapidly changing by television, by the internet's speedy websites or social media's rapidly changing screens. Hearts that turn off a sermon as it is being proclaimed because of our particular preacher's lack of sparkle or polish are rejecting the message and not allowing the good seed of God's word to take root and produce fruit in their lives. Thankfully, the Lord's admonition to preachers is to preach and not to entertain. As we hear in 2 Timothy 4, preach the word, be urgent in season and out of season, convince, rebuke, and exhort. Yes, preachers must indeed work at their sermons and with the Spirit's help do their best to produce sermons that are grounded solidly in the word of God and clearly proclaim salvation. Yet the preacher also recognizes that the law of God will never make people laugh, and the gospel of God's great love in Jesus Christ can never be treated lightly. How fruitful is the soil of our hearts if we do not even let the word of God enter there in the first place? Our Lord went on to say that some of the sower's seeds fell among rocky places, which only had a very thin layer of soil. Immediately the seed sprouted. When the sun rose higher in the sky, its burning rays shone down upon the plant. It was scorched. Having no deep roots, it withered away. Some people receive the word of God with great joy, and yet the word of God is never deeply rooted within them. When hardships or troubles arise because of the word of God, they fall away. Whose fault is such superficial faith? Is it the fault of the good seed of God's word? No. The seed is perfectly fine. It has taken root as deeply as it can 
in the soil of such human hearts. It is the fault of the person himself or herself that does not allow the Word of God to make its demands of daily discipleship upon them, or obedience in the hour of temptation, or the demands of faith in the time of trial. The initial enthusiasm for the Word of God dies out, and the shallow faith of such hard-hearted Christians causes the Word to come to nothing. Every pastor and elder and parishioners know how sad it is when the same story is repeated over and over again. When either young adults or adults pledge their loyalty to God's word, their faithfulness in worship, and receiving the Lord's Supper, yet slowly over a period of time, their church attendance declines, their initial enthusiasm wanes, and their faith flickers. Having no deep root, such shallow faith is in danger of withering away altogether. How fruitful is the soil of our hearts if we only allow the Word of God to superficially touch our lives. The third description Jesus gives is the sower's seeds falling among the thorns, which quickly spring up but are choked out as the plants try to grow. Once again, this is a very vivid image for any gardener. At the beginning of the growing season, gardeners are able to keep up with the weeds which sprout here, there, and everywhere in the garden. However, if the gardener is not faithful in hoeing and weeding, the weeds will very quickly take over the garden and they will choke out all the good plants. Jesus tells us that some hear the word of God, but the worries of this world, the love of money, the deceitfulness of riches, choke out the word of God. It never really bears fruit in their lives. Such are hearts that truly long for a relationship with God, but simultaneously they have set their sight upon the things of this world. We recall the rich young man who wanted to follow Jesus but would not forsake his wealth when called upon to do so. So also many hearts today are unwilling to exchange their quest for earthly things in preference for the heavenly treasure found in the word of God. The soil of such hearts never becomes fruitful because so many other things crowd out the word of God. The boat, the car, the cottage, the career, the game, the professional athletic team, rest, relaxation, a hundred other things. These things take a higher priority than the Word of God. How fruitful is the Word of God in such soil choked by weeds of every description? But gladly, the parable of our Lord does not end with the outcome of these first three soils. Jesus teaches that some of the seed fell on good soil and yielded a crop, some a hundred, some sixty, some thirty times what was sown. Our Lord here gives us a beautiful picture of the one who hears the word of God, who understands it, and who bears fruit. 
Such are the hearts of all Christ's disciples who receive the word of God with thanksgiving. And in such hearts, God's word takes root and bears fruit. We must remember again today that when we are speaking about the good soil of the hearts of Christian disciples, the good seed of God's word did not find your heart or mine any less hard, shallow, or overgrown than the heart of the unbeliever. However, the word of God has first entered the very soil of our hearts by the power of the Holy Spirit, who planted faith in Jesus Christ firmly within us in holy baptism. This new birth of faith, this gracious, heavenly washing. The Apostle Peter reminds us, For you have been born again, not of seed which is perishable, but imperishable, that is, through the living and abiding word of God. Since the day of our baptism, God has nurtured that faith first planted within by his Spirit, helping it to take root that it might bear fruit by the continued gracious work of the Holy Spirit through the word of God and the sacrament. Dearly beloved, the good news is God stands ready, willing, and able to help that faith that he has planted in the soil of our hearts to reach its full maturity. Our hearts are like a secret garden in which his word is both the seed planted and the water needed to make it grow. And we have the sure promise that he who began his good work within us will bring it to completion. In other words, the faith that is growing in our hearts, which is a very precious thing to God, he will do everything he can to sustain it by his word, by his sacrament, so that it does grow, so that it does bear fruit. When we are burdened by sin, God calls us to the cross of Calvary and points us to the love of our Savior. When we are troubled by worry, God invites us to cast our every care upon him. And when weary, God offers us rest. When confused, God offers us guidance. When discouraged, he reminds us that our labors for him are never in vain. And so, dear GL Sears, how fruitful is the soil of your heart? May God grant that his word is not snatched away from your hearts due to inattentiveness, that his word does not find you content with a superficial faith, that you do not permit other things to crowd out your faith, but rather by God's grace your faith might reach fruitful maturity. For such faith is a blessing not only to you, but in the lives of those around you. God grant each of us such well-tended hearts of good soil to the praise and honor and the glory of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now may the peace of Christ that passes all of our human understanding guard and keep our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.